Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show where we talk about, of course, the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is the one and only Ed Easy Smith. He played professional baseball, but also played in the National Football League as well. Man, I'm getting good at these reads, man. How you living, man? I'm doing good, man. You ready for week two? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got we got a lot to do after that first one. So we'll be leaning on you. It's interesting just to peek behind the curtains. So of course, we're two days a week now. Two days a week. Two days a week. Tell a friend to tell a friend that we have going on here. But uh, in so in the in the Monday, it's more of a quick. It's a it's a reaction to the game. We watch the games, of course, and then we break them down. And then Thursday, we're looking ahead to the the opponent for the week. And of course, that opponent is none other than my squad, the Las Vegas Raiders. But but what's interesting is this. So when Ed and I will, will talk during the week and I actually saw typically we used to sit face to face and do this stuff, but I got sick of seeing his bald head in my house. <laughs> and so I stopped by today to drop something off to him. And so that was one of our rare times when we see each other midweek because we always see each other on Saturday. But Ed's been doing, uh, he gets these radio and podcast hits every week because he's in the Believe Network. And so that's a, it's a good thing, man. And so you're the one that's just doing all this stuff. So you're going to be a wealth, full of, a, a wealth of information here today. I'm like a lady of the night when it comes to those requests, man. You just... Call me. Just call me. I'm, <laughs> I'm standing out there on the side of the road with my sign, man. Oh, oh yeah, I'll, we'll do podcasts for whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I, I actually love doing them. You know, obviously it gets me warmed up for what we do together and then the Saturday show. Uh, but, it, I mean, it's fun, man. I, I enjoy, you know, uh, kind of chopping it up with the opponents. Uh, you know, I did uh, two of the Vegas uh, uh, radio stations. Today, I got one of their podcasts tomorrow, but it's kind of cool to get their perspective, and then we obviously get ours, and then what I try to do is bring some of that back to our, uh, you know, get-togethers, too. Indeed, indeed. So let's get into it. So we are going to be, the Arizona Cardinals will be heading to Las Vegas, to Sin City, to go up against the Las Vegas Raiders. Both teams are coming in 0-1, and so we're going to break down looking at some of the stats, looking at the, the Raiders, looking at the Cardinals, but... Um, let's let's start with the Raiders, and then we'll get because there's all kinds of stuff that we know that firsthand about the Cardinals. But what are some of the things? Because there was, if we look at the stats here, so if we look at just kind of the the breakdown of of what the the, the performance of the Raiders in that first week, they were minus three when it came to the takeaway differential, a turnover differential. Uh, they they scored 19 points. 
they allowed 24 points, 256 yards through the air, 64 yards on the ground, gave up 279 passing yards and gave up 76 rushing yards. But there were some, it, it seemed as if from all the things that I've read and, and listened to that Josh McDaniels was doing a little bit of, of, of testing or, or, or experimenting with the offensive line there. There was some, seems to be some offensive line struggles. What are you hearing about the performance? Players, uh, feeling, are they feeling optimistic with the Arizona Cardinals coming into town? Yeah, I think they're feeling optimistic primarily because, look, they just they faced off against the Chargers, who a lot of people have going into the playoffs. We all know that the AFC West is considered probably the best division in football. Last year was ours. Uh, and, you know, you go on the road, and I, I got to be honest with you, Khalil Mack, it was almost like he uh, jumped into a fountain of youth or something. He was causing cool. all kind of havoc over there along with Bosa, uh, that was just a tough opener for the uh, Raiders, you know, whereas in our case, we opened up at home against a quality opponent, one from their yes. division as well, and we pretty much just laid an egg. Like I said, the the mistakes that they made, and I, you got to remember they have a new head coach as well as McDaniels, and interestingly enough, you just mentioned that he was experimenting, right? right. What is Bill Belichick famous for? He pretty much the first month of the season, True. it's almost like the mad scientist in the lab. We want to see what works, what doesn't, uh, whether that's formations, groupings, this, that, and the other thing. And it's always been said that he kind of really doesn't even care about the first month in terms of win-loss. Obviously, you'd rather win, but there's some kind of working things out. I'm not saying that McDaniels is copying uh, Belichick, but he's been there long enough, and I think that's something that – you know, he's aware of, meaning maybe the first few weeks it's a feel-out process. I guarantee they put with the talent that they have there, bringing in Devontae Adams, you got Waller, Renfro, Josh Jacobs, uh, Derek Carr. They know they have the talent. It's just a matter of figuring it all out and obviously uh, navigating that uh, tough uh, division. But I'm sure, and this is the other thing, Jay, they're looking yeah. at the tape of what we did against last week. And I guarantee this some dudes thinking, man, I'm about to get fat off this one right here. I, when you see the <laughs> opponent look as bad as we did and not having an answer for it, I guarantee some of the things that the Chiefs did to us. Like last week, I think I mentioned, I was like, man, Kelsey might come over here and ball out. So I think for 121 and a touchdown, I guarantee you Waller is, is thinking, okay, it's quiet first week. It's time to get it on. And I guarantee you. So thinking the same thing, utilize him. So I'm pretty as, as I've been talking to the uh, uh, Raiders, uh, you know, media base. I mean, they they know it was a tough one. Uh, I'm not gonna say they feel confident with us coming in, but the thing that they reference is, man, you guys look pretty bad over there last week, and you know, like I said, they're obviously gonna look to come over and take advantage of that. So as we go, so both teams. 0-1 coming into this game, as I mentioned. So my question to you as we start to maybe look at the Cardinals a little bit is, is this desperation? Is it time for desperation? Or is it just this is that that wake-up call, that focus? I, I, I told you kind of off offline there that there were some quotes coming from uh, a couple of members of the Cardinals where essentially they said, 
that first get you know the first couple of series they had to try to find their rhythm because they hadn't played with each other the entire preseason or got any preseason action right so is this desperation or is this that focus that galvanizing point and before you answer that one of the things that was interesting where in the in the post game comments where Cliff Kingsbury said that they had to do some better a better job of practice of focusing during practice but if that's the case then you're the head coach and you're the one that's running the practices, but your, your thoughts on, is it desperation or focus or am I off base and you fill in the blank there? Yeah. It's way too early to be in the desperation mode because it's only one game, Dan. You and I talked about this in uh, college football. You lose one game, Notre Dame, you lost two. You can fall Ooh. out of the rankings, right? Brother man, you go brother from man. starting the season five or six to eight after a good loss to Ohio state. You lose against uh, Marshall, you're out of the top 25. In the NFL, you can care. There's no such thing as ranking. So that one loss is just that. It's a one loss. The problem comes when you just talk about Kingsbury and his comments. And I'll ask you, Jay, didn't we think because nobody played in the preseason, we could, we just assumed that they were balling out in practice, right? I mean, that's the only way you can justify, hey, you know, look what the – Rams do. They which I was saying, man, they must be having some practices, right? So come right. to find out, we need to practice harder. Okay, who does that fall on? It falls on him as the head coach. It falls on all the individual leaders at the positions, Kyle Murray, uh, J.J. Ooh. Watt, when you're healthy, but we can't count on that for the most part. Um, yeah, you go. <laughs> but, I mean, this is a good – here's one of these things. People want to say, well, whose fault is it? It is a group effort, dog. It's yeah. like having a bad marriage. You find out both of them was cheap. It's a group effort. <laughs> this is players. This is coaches. This might even, like I said, it goes even higher in my opinion. Kime, if you're watching this and you're It's bigger than Nino Brown. It's bigger than Nino Brown. There you go. It's bigger. If you're Kime and you're watching this and you're satisfied, because you got to remember, it's not just uh, Kingsbury's hide and job that are on the line if they come out here and stumble through 17 after what they did in the playoffs last year, his head, well, I guess really nobody's head's on the line because everybody signed extensions. So they got at least two or three years of, of grace, I guess. But they need to all be held accountable, starting from the GM. If you got to call Cliff in and be like, and you're like, Cliff, look, I like the two players, but I need you to work the players. Kingsbury, Ooh. I need you to go in. Kyler, look, we got to have a little talk, man. You know, all this other stuff be doggone. I don't care how much you study. Uh, we're not going to put a clause in there, but I need you much more prepared to that. And also, so Kyler, I'm going to stop you real quick. So you said like versus work. I know you like the players. I need you to work the players. Go a little bit deeper on that one. Well, here's the thing. Some of these young, younger coaches, they come from this new tree of they want the players to all like them and they want to be a player's coach. You know, you go back to my generation, uh, Jay, and coaches could give a damn whether you liked them or not. One, they wanted you to respect them, and they wanted to work. You want they wanted you to work your tail off. Here's the other part of it: no questions asked. They wanted Ooh. you to work because they said it was time to work. And when it was time to let a little off the leash, then I will do it. But don't come asking me about unpadded practices or hey, why aren't they playing in the preseason? Why should we? That type of thing. You did what your coach told you, almost, I would dare say, ordered you to do. Ooh. Otherwise, you could be finding a different position or a different uh, area of the 
living in a different area code come, you know, in, in, with real quickness. And that's yeah. the thing that I'm waiting for Cliff to show us this is my team organization. I am the CEO. I rule with an iron fist around here, but I'm my office is always open. Communication lines are all open. But don't question me when I say we're going to do this. I don't want to hear humbling when I say we're going to do this. Do you get that impression from him, Jay? I mean, no, I, I can envision I, I can envision him telling saying something to Kyler and Kyler rolling his eyes at him, turning his back and walking away. Mm. Could you imagine doing that to a Dicka, to a mm. Coach Dan Reeves, right. uh, to I mean, you just run down the list of everybody, all the coaches of yesterday that used to, like I said, now, bro, some of these coaches are older. Are, are, are younger than players on their team. This I is mean, true. it's a new era, but I'm just finding fault in how some of these coaches are handling the situation. Cliff Kingsbury being one of them. I need to see more of him, more of him as the CEO and top executive of this organization. What what which side of the ball needs to have the most improvement? To me. I would think it would have to be – I would say it would have to be the offensive side, given I know that they gave up 44 points, which puts them 32 of 32 when it comes to points uh, – when it comes to points against. But because there's much more – there's much more importance, I think, because we – to me, I mean, you, you – whatever I say, you know, whatever for whatever it's worth, I mentioned during our, our evaluation of the team that I thought the Cardinals won't win – won't have any blowouts. They probably won't have any blowouts, but they'll need to they'll need to win those close games. And so that offense is going to be the, the offense is going to be what's going to push them to that point. So which side of the ball and you can include special teams as well. I don't think special teams really faltered or, or really was either way, one way or the other, but which side of the ball has to really step up in in the second week of the season? I'm gonna ask you a question. I don't you don't have to be gentle on me, Could I stand to lose a couple pounds? Right now? Yes, sir. Okay. If I came to you tomorrow and say, you know what, Jay? I lost five pounds in my belly, man. But I put five pounds on in my ass. So, you know, <laughs> what, what's the point? Are you which side? Bruh, as an entire unit, <laughs> they all, they all need to do better. The offense, here's the thing. You look at that yes. game, we came out. The Kansas City Chiefs scored on their first – not scored, scored three touchdowns yes. on their first three possessions. Yes. And they made it look – it was like – they made it look so easy. It was like, wait a minute, they are toying with us. I mean, they literally mm-hmm. were just like, <laughs> Mahomes out there, you know. Hurt his hand, hurt his left hand, right? He yes. started handing off right-handed uh, to the running back and stuff yes. like that. Yes. Defense uh, offensively. What did we – people are like, they're looking at Murray Stans, stats. Yeah, he threw two touchdowns. He threw two touchdowns when we were down by 117 points in the fourth quarter. Who yeah. cares? We did absolutely yeah. nothing. Running the ball, Connor, 10 rushes. Gave up way too early. You can't give up, up that early, especially on the road. You have to stick with the running game, especially on the road, right? Because you, you want to – when you have longer drives, you take the you take the crowd out of it. Well, And I'm saying that with a slight asterisk because people who are – Going to Vegas this weekend. Say, what do you want to do? We're going to go and stay all night on the craps table. And then 
why not go to the football game? And so uh, you don't know what type of real – not to say that there aren't going to be a lot of Raider fans there, but what really home advantage there will be. But you have to sustain drives and stick with the running game. Yeah, we talked about that last week, Jay. You can't just give up on the run and think, you know, and here's the thing. It was almost – they were you could tell they were so defeated by what the Kansas City Chiefs were doing. With ease, I mean, they just went bing, found. You know, hey, let's work on this. Um, you know, hey, let's hey, let's get the running game going. Hey, Patrick, you want to get a touchdown real quick? Hey, Kelsey, come on over here. They were just doing everything. It was so orchestrated and finely tuned. And then, as you mentioned earlier, our players are making comments about, well, you know, it was really kind of rough because we were just trying to figure out how to work with each other because we really haven't worked with each other uh, all year. It's first time we were out there together. So you're on your sideline. You know, just feeling fully did. You are looking at, and this is on all sides, all sides of the ball. Special teams didn't really do anything to elevate the, the team. They obviously didn't do anything to, uh, you know, lose it as well. But offensively, defensively, Kansas City did whatever they wanted to do. By the time they let their foot off our neck, as far as their defense kind of shutting us down, and I will say this, getting after Kyler Murray, they really had him not just bottled up, but they had a plan to keep him, like we talked about it, you know, keep him in that um, pocket. When he's a pocket passer, he becomes so much less effective. And one of the things that I noticed and joked with you about earlier this week after the game, we did the first podcast, I saw something new from him. Normally he does a spin and dive when they have uh, him kind of cornered in. He actually just started backpedaling extra steps, like choppy backpedaling steps, because he couldn't get out of contain because they had yeah. both ends, you know, respecting and making sure they, they were getting pressure up the middle so he couldn't step up. And what right. does that mean? Our little quarterback couldn't see through all those trees. He just started choppy, choppy back and stepping, and, and eventually he just threw it away. So that was a new one for me. Normally he breaks out of the pocket, does something on a run where he's always good, or he does that spin and, and dive because, you know, they, they haven't pretty much – corralled and notice Jay how many Chuck and Ducks did we get big fat Ooh, zero yeah we didn't yeah. get a Chuck and Duck say, because, of safety blanket, because his safety blanket of uh, Hopkins was not there and that's right. he he gets a lot of credit for those sometimes I would give more of the credit to DeAndre Hopkins because he's the one going up and getting it when Kyler didn't even know where he was throwing it sometimes so mm. for me this was you know, we can expect more of this that uh, Raiders front, and we'll get into the matchup here, is going to look at that film and attack them the same way. Now, what type of practice and intensity can you get into? Because you got to remember, it's not like the game's over and then we're going to go. It's like for those dudes that, like they, they say they're weightlifters and they had a bad showing. Man, they're going to get in the yeah. gym first thing Monday, Tuesday, you know, lift, lift, lift all week. Man, these schedules, they came in, looked at the film on Monday. Tuesday was a day off. Today, Wednesday is their first day to get at it. I mean, that you're starting from the eight ball because they have not put the time into this point. So now it's not all of a sudden. Hey, we just hey, we had a great day of practice. We're gonna be that much better. Yeah, okay, we'll see. All right, so along those lines, so let's get into in terms of for Wednesday uh, the the practice report. So in terms of we know that uh, what uh, Beecham. Um, he's on the, uh, uh, he, he's a rest. So didn't, didn't take part in practice. Zach Ertz with the calf didn't take part. Uh, Rodney Hudson did not take part, uh, for rest. 
Uh, Andy Isabella back didn't take part. We got Rondell Moore, the hamstring didn't t- didn't participate. Uh, we have Jalen Thompson, which is interesting with the toe that did did not practice. And that toe, man, it see it doesn't seem like a big deal, but being a runner, maybe not the fastest runner, but being a runner, that toe will mess you up. That's all messy up. Tell will mess you up. Just it, it's it's a part of that body that you're putting that pressure on, and so it's important. JJ Watt for a calf, he didn't participate. There's a joke in there by by easy somewhere, but uh, and then we got <laughs> Mullen. <laughs> Mullen was limited. Mullen Jr. was limited with his toe. Uh, Pew uh, was limited with his neck, and then Marco Wilson um, he practiced in full. So it, with his ankle. So I mean, it, it, the, I guess the the question that I want to ask is this. Should we, as we start to break this down, so let's start to break the matchup down. I would hope, especially given the fact that we have, we have all these not wide receivers, wide receivers, yes, but we have all of these tight ends with the Max Williams, with the Trey McBride, with the Ertz, and Ertz didn't get into the, involved in the offense until late in the second half. I want to see some more, some more sets that include two tight ends and doing some different things and being able to take advantage of the, of the, of that offensive mind. And as you answer that, should we expect to see some of these more exotic blitzes that we saw from the car, from the Cardinals on the defensive side because they couldn't generate any pass rush? Let's start with the offensive side first. Ooh, Jay, you just, you just tickled my bone right there, man. Back. When the draft hit, what did we question? When they picked McBride with the fifth, was second pick, right? Like, yeah, in the second round, yep. Second yep. round. What do we need a tight end for? Well, I mean, here's the thing. If we were a team that ran a bunch of two tight sets, yeah. uh, you know, then I would say, okay, well, you got to go out and get quiet. Bruh, this offense and Kingsbury, he doesn't want any part of two tight ends and Three tight ends, which we've seen from some of these teams. He and we saw team. it with the Kansas City Chiefs because they're not with the type the that would typically do that. And they brought in, I want to say they brought in a what a, a tight end as well in the in the offseason. And so what did we see? We saw some of those, and we we mentioned it on on, on Monday, some of those three three tight end sets. Okay. I ran and I, I that's a great point. Let me ask you this. Why was McBride not even active then? Mm. I mean, you go out and get this shiny new piece, right? Our right. tight end, and I know Max is back in the mix and stuff like that. But you went out and spent some capital on this young man. And if you're gonna tell me he's not ready, then I'm even worried because he's not a quarterback. If you got a good tight end, you can find ways to get him installed and you know active in the offense. He didn't even dress, bro. On our Saturday show, Earl sent us a message about man, keep your eye on McBride. Yeah, I was watching McBride the whole time, walking up and down the sideline. He looked pretty comfortable because he wasn't active. And as right. far as, you know, like I said, we watch other teams do it. Do you – I mean, how shocked would you be if we came out and say they activate McBride this week and all of a sudden they came out in three wide or tight end sets and just started pounding the ball? I don't even know if they have – you know, they don't even have that on the sheets, bro. I guarantee mm. you in their playbook, as thick as it is, they might – he might have some like some pencil drawings in the very back page that might include a three tight end set or something like that. But I guarantee it's not on the weekly install for anything that we're going to see uh, here soon. So you know, like I said, but you have to do that because if you're if you're not if you don't have the confidence in your offensive line, it would seem to me that that would be something that you would need to do. Max Williams is a good run blocker. 
right? Good pass blocker. He and then before he got injured, he was able to start catching passes. You know, being a decent receiver as well. So you have, if you want a different result, you have to do something different. You sound like a man who's got a lot of common sense, bro. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm not sure our offensive-minded uh, head coach uh, is seeing what you're seeing and would implement what you're talking about implementing. And if he did, say if we went to a full heavy, all of a sudden we just wanted to run the ball maybe 45% of the time, 50% of the time, I have a feeling after a couple weeks that our young quarterback might be in his office calling him in for a meeting. Hey, Cliff, we need to talk. Why don't you come in here, man? Hey, Kyler, what what, what can I do for you, man? I'm not really too fond of this game plan. That's how little uh, confidence I have in Kingsbury at this time as an overall head coach and master of his domain. I don't see it. So now let's go to the to the defensive side of the ball. So to be able to try to get to Carr, to be able to try to mitigate Devontae, right? What what are we – will we see some of those corner blitzes? Will we try to see some – because you have to feel for the defensive coordinator, right, a little bit because he didn't pick the groceries. It's not – he didn't shop for them. They said, here you go. And so you have to do something to be able to generate pressure so that the quarterback is just not standing back there. Because if you have, if, I mean, you mentioned Waller, right? We, I mean, goodness gracious, we can't let Carr, I mean, we, you know, we could, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we can't let Carr stand back there and be able to just pick apart, pick apart the, pick apart the defense. It was amazing. The two radio spots I did today, the first thing from the defensive aspect, meaning the Cardinals, they were like, Man, you guys were trying to blitz Mahomes, and, you know, what was that all about? And, and I said to him, I told him, it was kind of out of necessity. You either, as yes. the, the D.C., you have to decide, okay, how am I going to take this, this beat down? Do I want to let uh, Mahomes sit back there and dissect us like one of those frogs in science class when we were back in high school, right? Man, I or, love you, man. You are, you are always on point. Continue. <laughs> Or do I, you know, do I want to, and I called it, do you want what's death by a thousand cuts, paper cuts, whatever, right? Yes, sir. Or do I want to try to throw everything I can at him, maybe get lucky and confuse him once or twice in a crucial situation. If he does pick it up or if they do have a counter for our, all of our quote unquote, a lot of exotic blitzes, we're going to be in trouble. We're going to be in for a long day anyway. He chose the latter. Let's see if we can try to disrupt him. And I, because, you know, first game, you don't know what to expect from them. You know, they didn't play a ton in the preseason, but they played a little. You had a little film, but maybe we can catch them off guard. And they threw everything they could. And it was out of necessity. And I will say this to you, too. Out of necessity, why? Because we don't have anything on the front that can even challenge their, you know, like trying to get to Mahomes or now Carr without throwing. We gave away. I mean, we let him go. Uh, Chandler Jones, we haven't even brought him up, what, what he mm-hmm. might try to do to us this uh, weekend. Uh, J.J. Watt, who knows where he was. I'm on the sideline eating a hot dog. I don't know. but he was. The, so we're, we're going after him with third and fourth round picks in the draft and guys that, you know, unless you knew who they were, you wouldn't, even, you wouldn't know who they are. So mm-hmm. the, the choice was, do I let him sit back there and just dink dunk or eventually find some over over the top? or try to force him into a mistake or two, was they took the second rather than the, the first. 
and here they still beat the hell out of us. Some of those routes and co- here's the thing too, Jay, and I want people to watch this too. When you're watching a football game, you know I watch it differently because I played the game. Some right. of these combinations and things they do to manipulate coverages and figure out what level they're going to throw the ball to. I mean, you got Kelsey running three in the middle of the field, heading to, toward another the other third, but he also got stuff underneath occupying those linebackers. Look at it when, as, a, as a fan. Watch that sometime. When they show the replay, listen to what they're actually doing. We got worked, bro. We got worked on all fronts, both sides, back and front. And that was – that's coaching. That's execution by the players, recognition, getting in your playbooks, knowing exactly when they're doing this, you can expect this. Man, we look like we were out there just trying to figure it out on the fly. And like I said, that comes back to coaching, preparation, practice, et cetera, et cetera. Do we, do we pull back a little bit with the Isaiah Simmons um, experiment, so to speak? Do we pull back? Yeah. Or is it, this is what it is. Cause that's the, 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 the man, what they have on that side of the ball. Do we just have to let them learn trial by fire and just do the best we can? Cause he got once, I mean, he, he covered when there was a touchdown that was given up, but I don't, he, he covered it well enough. He, you know, I mean, he's not a cornerback, right? I mean, he's he's the star backer. But mm-hmm. there was a couple times where he was just out of position in terms of being able to, to wrap up him and Xavier Collins. But I'm talking more specifically about Isaiah Simmons and his and the role that they seem to have bestowed upon him. 61 snaps, three total, not solo, three total tackles right. for Isaiah Simmons. Here's my issue. And they asked me this. It's funny. You cue this up, bro. It's almost like you were on the interviews with me earlier. They were asking the same questions. They were like, what is the deal? And, you know, I remember looking at Isaiah Simmons when he's coming out, and I thought it was a good pick when the Cardinals picked him up, but it seems like something's wrong. Can you put your finger on it? Bro, we talked about this the other day. If you're going to ask Isaiah Simmons to play every position on the field, yeah. don't expect him to be great at anything. Was that saying Jack or Jack of all trades, master of none? Right. I keep saying, put this young man in one position. Let him be the def- let him be the middle linebacker. He can call the plays. He can know where he's going to be on every single play. Knows responsibilities. If it's a run, he can go and fill it because he's athletic. If he's got to cover cover somebody out of the backfield, that's just good. School him up on that. Then as he matures, you let him go out there and then broaden his horizon. But you're asking him to do so much, including calling the plays right now. Mm. Too much on this young man, because you you saw it, Jay. There were times when he was just a step too late. And you're like, man, that just quite didn't give it to me, man. Just curl, yeah. just couldn't curl, yeah. And you he was there, but he wasn't there. A step late. Mm-hmm. You know what happens, Jay? You have to think it too much. We got to get it to the point where you just say, this is your position. When they run the ball, this is what you do. When there's a coverage, this is your, you know, your combo or your man or whatever. Otherwise, just go play football. Go get him. They got him out there, in my opinion, trying to do too much because he's the joker or the jack or whatever you want to call it, instead of taking him, focusing him on one thing that he can concentrate on and then let him grow from there. And that's, in my opinion, that's the biggest mistake they're making with, with Isaiah Simmons. Collins is a whole different, you know, ball game. We're going to have to keep our eye on whether that young man will – Eventually, will or when he catches up to the speed of this game. Chandler Jones over under two sacks. Oh man! Well, he had five in week one last year. 
No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Even if, because I know they're gearing up for him, Jay, we can't grade his game on the number of sacks. Uh. We're going to grade his game on the number of disruptions. Blowing okay. up our blowing up our running game, stopping that. And then when Kyler's looking, looking, all of a sudden, oh, I got to get, he's going to be scrambling. Chandler's going to be all over him. The bad time, the timing they already don't have is going to be disrupted. And Kyler might be throwing them away or taking those little bitty, uh, little, those the smaller runs. Or, bruh, we got to get away from this. Already one game in, we're going sideline to sideline with our passing game. We can't do that, bro. We got to look down the field. But Chandler Jones, he's going to be graded on disruption, not necessarily how many sacks he gets. Because I know the Cardinals are gearing up for him, and they're going to double. Watch. They're going to double and triple team him when they have to, but that's going to open up so much other stuff for their other interior linemen and their linebackers. So now we've come to that part of the show where we want to get your projection. Uh, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stick with my scripted picks for at least the first quarter of the season. So last week I, I had that going down as a loss and I did have this one as a, do have this one as a win for the, for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, I watched that game and it makes me want to change my opinion. Like, goodness gracious. Cause I thought that they would lose, but I didn't think it was, I, I knew he was going to get your butt kicked. I didn't know he was going to get your butt kicked like that. <laughs> but, but so I'll stick with the Arizona Cardinals with my picks. So as I mentioned, I'm going to go with my scripted picks for at least the first four weeks. So what say you? You know, I picked them to lose this game from our uh, selection show. I'm not backing off of that after what I saw. Uh, and even more so because the a couple things, the Raiders, they obviously don't think they played well. They're going to be a little ticked off at their performance last week. Then you got home opener, bro, and I don't care who, how many Cardinals fans want to go over there. It's still the new version of the black hole. That stadium is impressive. There's going to be a lot of silver and black in there. I don't see us going over there and establishing a run and grabbing control of this game. And This could be another one of those scuffles. I'll just say I use the, that yeah. word scuffles because that's what we did last week. As far as a score, um, I would go so bold as to say, now last week I went 33 21 or 24, something like that. I think like I that. had 31 17. So, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking somewhere in the same ballpark because, like I said, the Raiders, especially Carr and some of the others who didn't have that bang bang game, they're going to show the fans, you know, hey, we're in this to win this. They could go out there and drop a 35 or 40 burger on us. And Ooh. meanwhile, we're stuck somewhere around 17 to 20. So, I'll be generous and I'll go, I'm going to pick a 36. To twenty, I'm. I have no faith in this pick, but um, but I'll go with thirty-one twenty-eight. Okay, you know that's just how we do it. And who would know? Who would have thought that after one week that the Seattle Seahawks will be tops in the in the (laughs) NFC? First place. (laughs) Goodness gracious, because everybody else lost, but the but the Seattle Seahawks won. So. On behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I'm Javon J. Love Adams. Tell a friend and tell a friend what we have going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals, where you can find us on your SiriusXM app. You can find us wherever you find great podcasts. Just search Believe in the Arizona Cardinals, B L 
EAV in the Arizona Cardinals. Go to Believe.com, search search that, or you can go to EasySportsTalk.com, and you can find us there as well. Uh, on, you can click on the Believe in the Arizona Cardinals banner. So we are uh, we'll, again, we do this two times a week, so we'll see you in a few in a couple days. But we are presented by Bet Online, and as we always like to say around this time, you can. Till we see you next time, be easy out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe dot com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.